You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. Hold one, Andre. Don't tell me, Mario. everybody and welcome back to another episode of hit the books the only weekly realistic fantasy booking podcast in the known wwe universe i am your host as always the head writer of monday night raw ryan night joined with me as always is the other host the head writer of smackdown live uh well i guess no well, it's live but it's no longer said that it's live mikey man freddy yeah. mikey how are you doing my friend I'm doing great. I am excited because, Ryan, it is the go-home show to Money in the Bank. I am so stoked. We only have this show left to finish our builds, and I have an episode. <laughs> I, I sure do have an episode of SmackDown. Good, good, good. I yeah. I I mean, I I'm not sure how confident I feel in th- going into this episode. But you're right. It's the go home episode before Money in the Bank. Uh, you got a lot to prep for Money in the Bank. You got a butt ton of matches, mm-hmm. uh, and I only had two. I was only able to walk away of two matches, which I think is also difficult. Like, it's also difficult to be like, okay, well, then what two matches do I do? I have building up so many things. What two matches do I have? Uh, has his own challenges. But yeah, no, uh, go-home shows. Always exciting. You know, the last sort of bill that you can add to a pay-per-view match. Uh, what do, what do we chance. do? Your last chance to do something exciting before you, the pay-per-view uh, to, the, to the story. So... Hopefully we get some cool stuff out of both Raw and SmackDown this week, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, unlike uh, real life. And that's why we're here. You know, we're here to prove that, you know, putting our money where our mouth is, Mikey. That's that's the whole conceit of the show. Yes, it is. That's why we are here. We're here to book because we said we could do it better. Uh, Three years ago, we made the statement that we could do it better. And instead of just saying it, we actually tried to do it Mm -hmm. and succeeded. We have been succeeding for three years. We both have jobs now with WWE. I can tell you for certainty that the WWE champion is Bobby fish bobby fraley bobby bobby's world bobby is is it bobby fish bobby what is it uh oh we got fired bobby tunde we got fired we did the the, (laughs) it just came in we got fired um god fan fan backlash fan backlash we got references uh yeah i'm all i'm only about topical references here uh you know, so that that's what you're gonna get uh, from this program is topical references. Uh, just it's my references are are you know smooth, comforting. They're like a topical cream, essentially, of my references. Um, does that we, com- need to, we need to get into the show. No, 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 no. no. I got ten more jokes. <laughs> this, this, this intro is going downhill quickly. This, <laughs> this intro is sliding down the hill at avalanche speeds. <laughs> oh no, we're gonna get fr- encased in ice. Uh, Mount Everest boys over here. Uh, yeah, sure, Mikey. Let's get started with the show. Uh, you want to start off with Monday Night Raw here? 
Yeah, let's start off with Raw. Let's start off Monday Night Raw, go home show before Money in the Bank. Uh, MVP and his new associates, Mustafa Ali and Cedric Alexander, open up Monday Night Raw. Uh, If you remember from last week's episode, um, uh, LSE exploded, but the match was ended ended in a draw when Ali and Alexander made a run-in to attack both Lashley and Tesaro, and MVP seemed to align with them afterwards. And, of course, making making the wonderful new Raw team of Ma... (laughs) You said my interests are bad. Uh, (laughs) MVP says that as a businessman, you learn very quickly about the concept of value. Lashley and Cesaro served their purpose, but their value dropped significantly because of that. They weren't worth any more. They weren't worth what I was paying them anymore. They became too expensive. So after having a good year, you know, if you want to do as good as the previous years, you need to start investing in the future and drop the money wasters and, and look towards the money makers. And continue illegally gambling and making sure the result that you fed on happens. Of course. But he says we need to look towards the money makers. Uh, Mustafa Ali gets the mic and says that he and Alexander needed a rebranding. They were missing something, and MVP gave them an offer they honestly could not refuse. He also has something more than just piles and piles and piles of cash. Uh, but uh, it was they MVP offered them a purpose. Alexander says that our new with our new direction, we're going to take over the Raw Tag Team Division and win finally win the Raw Tag Team Championships. He has more than 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 piles, hills, mountains of cash. Even yes, no, he is, <laughs> and hopefully, unlike Mount Everest, his mountains of cash don't come avalanching down. <laughs> um, the callback, not barely a callback. Uh, uh, Cesaro comes out and tells MVP that uh, what sucks about business, and sometimes uh, what sucks about business is that sometimes you make a bad decision. I'm telling you, you just made the worst decision of your life. Cesaro, Cesaro runs in to take out, take on the trio, but after a little bit gets overwhelmed by the numbers. Bobby Lashley's music hits, and he runs in, uh, and he runs in and runs off the money makers. Uh, Cesaro and Lashley stare down each other in the middle of the ring. Cesaro extends a hand, and Lashley accepts. Are the money makers officially their tag team name? Uh, yeah. Very nice. Yes. The Moneymakers are officially the tag team name, and LLC is no longer exploded, but reformed. Reborn. Reborn. Like, uh, like I'm a sure they'll phoenix. change their name, too. Like a phoenix out of the ashes. Are they going to change their name, too, or are they just going to stick to LLC? Yeah, probably stick to LLC. Uh, that does uh, essentially, uh, that does, I'm going to say, announce eventually, and later in the night, but I'm just going to remember it now, uh, that at Money in the Bank, we're going to have LLC take on Ali and Alexander, the Moneymakers, with MVP in their corner uh, on the pay-per-view. So there's the pay-per-view match there. All right, all right. Uh, are you sure that Lashley and Cesaro aren't going to rebrand as a foil to the Dirty Dogs and be the Clean Cats? Ooh, the Clean Cats, the clean, <laughs> the cleany cheaties, <laughs> um, the uh, extra elephants. Oh, I'm just going to do this. The extra elephants. I'm going to do this all day. The the <laughs> the, the furious foxes. The the bumbling bumblebees. The bumbling bubble. The bad the bad bees. <laughs> the bad bees. <laughs> Um, no, <laughs> no, they're not reforming as the bad bees, uh, as much as I would love to it. I mean, if Cesaro's <laughs> first name had a B in it, then maybe, maybe we can work with the bad bees, but alas, we can't do the B, the B and C connection. What about the fictitious fish? The fictitious, well, that's if Bobby Fish was on the team. 
True. Obviously. Uh, moving into the next matchup, uh, it's a little bit of a, uh, not behind the scenes, but a little bit of like the Twitter stuff. Basically on mm-hmm. Twitter, uh, Chad Gable is like, you know, Dolph Ziggler, you know, can't last, blah, blah, blah. And basically the, the whole story is that like, we're going to go here, is that uh, Chad Gable uh, and Dolph Ziggler had agreed online that Dolph Ziggler will take on uh, someone of Chad Gable's choosing uh, in a five-minute time limit match. If Dolph Ziggler Ooh. can win that match, not only does he officially get the United States Championship match, but he gets to make the stipulation. And people say you don't have any power on Twitter. Look at this. Chad Gable just became a, a GM. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So we have Dolph Ziggler, of course, with fellow dirty dog Robert Roode in his corner. <laughs> And they're going to be taking on um, the single star, the NXT wrestler, uh, and I guess also 205 Live wrestler, whatever show that brand is still, um, taking on Asher Hale. Asher Hale. That is a name I literally never heard until just now. Yeah, no, uh, I don't know what... I feel like NXT's uh, name generator is broken because they put out a lot of shitty names as of late, uh, in my opinion, but... Asher Hale, you might remember him What's as... What's wrong with Dewdrop? <laughs> Everything. You might remember yeah. Asher Hale as An- Anthony Henry on, uh, uh, in the, on the Indies. I got nothing. Uh, but yes, Asher Hale. Uh, so he's making his uh, sort of, not necessarily debut, but he's you know arriving, arriving here. Uh, mm-hmm. And he does lose, however, in that five-minute time limit match against Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler picks up the victory. Five minutes and one second. Ha ha! No, 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 no. It's like three minutes. Dolph Ziggler Damn. wins. Um, and Chad Gable was on commentary for this match as long as the as long as the commentary match <laughs> went on. <laughs> Chad, Chad Gable sat down, got his headset on, and then the match was over. He's like, oh! Oh, dang, I was wrong. He, like, sat down, put his headset on, took a drink of water, and then by the time he was ready to say his first words on commentary, it was over. Yeah. Uh, after the match, Ziggler gets on the microphone and says that not only was I able to beat your guy in less than five minutes, I beat him with no cheating. Because you're right, I am an amazing wrestler, wrestler, and I just proved that. Because of that, now I get to choose the stipulation of our championship match this Sunday. And I have the perfect match in mind. You think you are so great, Gable? You want me to prove how great of a wrestler I am? Fine. I can go. I can beat anyone in five minutes. In fact, I'm gonna beat, I can beat you multiple times in 20 minutes. That's right. I want you in a 20-minute Iron Man match. I'll Ooh, take you to, I'll take you to your limit, Gable. Look what I just did to this scrub. Imagine I can do with you in quadruple the time. See you Sunday, champ. I love it. I love it. I love the Iron Man match. That's sweet. Uh, it's a good, good little stipulation to add some, uh, add some fire to this match. Yeah, I was thinking about maybe Dolph Ziggler would probably be like, you know, make it a handicap match. I have rude in my corner, and I was like, you know, the story's sort of been like you guys are good wrestlers, but you don't do it. So I feel like you need to mm-hmm. prove that you can do it. Yes, um, I like in, it. in a way, and I feel like Ziggler's going to do that. Now, whether or not Ziggler cheats or whatnot throughout the match, that's another thing, I guess. Yeah, that's that's not that's that's up to him. Yeah, and then of course that's our that's our other uh, Money in the Bank uh, pay per view match is a Chad Gable versus Dolph Ziggler uh, in a United States Championship and fifth uh, sorry twenty minute Iron Man match. Nice. Um, so uh, very very nice there. Uh, moving right along, we got a triple threat match, Mikey, with three of the uh, competitors in the Women's Money in the Bank match. 
did you making a face it makes it feel like you also have done a similar booking style uh, no, but me? Uh, a triple threat match with the money in the bank competitors that are already qualified? No. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Me uh, doing that? Oh, what? Man, this is why we, this, this, one of the moments we don't, we don't do. <laughs> maybe we should tell each other. Uh, but we got three competitors. It's Candice LeRae, Rhea Ripley, and Liv Morgan in a triple threat. What a great triple threat on, on paper that is, I'm certain. Uh, yeah. And it is Liv Morgan that picks up the victory, pinning Candice LeRae. All right. All right. Big win for Liv Morgan here. Very big win for Liv Morgan. Uh, again, the win over. And I'm sure that uh, she made some faces after the match to Rhea Ripley about, you know, picking up the victory there. Sticking her tongue out. Like, yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, video package. We see footage of Jinder Hall arguing with Drew McIntyre after last week's match. Uh, where Ju- uh, where Jinder Mahal got a little distracted, got hit with Ricochet, uh, and lost the match. So he sort of seems like he's upset with McIntyre, but they somehow end up on the same page. Okay. And that leads into the next match, which is a Money in the Bank mixed tag team qualifier, Drew McIntyre and Tamina, taking on the team of Angel Garza and Mandy Rose. Ooh, the team everyone's been waiting for. The team up that everyone's been the waiting des- for, that's been dreaming for. Destiny has arrived. Uh, Jinder Mahal is on commentary. He's not Destiny. Um, <laughs> uh, but maybe he maybe he is the purveyor of Destiny, because at some point, uh, while Mick- McIntyre is on a roll, Jinder Mahal uh, sneaks up behind him and trips McIntyre before, while he's running the ropes, and he hides. So McIntyre oh, no. doesn't see Ginger do it. Uh, but he knows someone 3MB did. Three MB explodes. <laughs> he explodes, uh, and this results in Angel Garza able to pick up the victory for his team. Uh, so Mandy Rose and Angel Garza going on to the men's and women's Money in the Bank. All right, all right. I, I'm glad. I'm glad they were able to get it done. Yeah, obviously to- with the help of Jinder Mahal, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But destiny and fate was correct. <laughs> just nailed your hand against the microphone. Ow. <laughs> Destiny is correct. Fate has been sealed. Um, Angel Garza and Mandy Rose are heading to the Money in the Bank match. All right. So, so I can see how that goes. Yes. Uh, next up, we got a backstage interview with none other than the Raw Women's Champion, Sasha Banks. All right. Uh, Banks is asked about her thoughts on the upcoming Women's Money in the Bank match. Banks says, honestly, she doesn't have any sights on that match because ultimately it doesn't matter. I am a television star. I was in Star Wars. Were you in Star Wars? Was Candice LeRae in Star Wars? No. I got auditions lined out the door, and honestly, I barely have time to be here to begin with. So you're welcome. Yeah, Anyone she's too, busy, she's too busy liking all the anti-mask stuff on Instagram. Anyone can win the briefcase, and all I know is that I will retain my championship because I'm just that great. <laughs> I'm I'm happy. This was a great promo, don't get me wrong. I like Sasha Banks bragging about being the champion. I wish she was in the Money in the Bank match, though, so she can call it Money in the Banks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, she was going to be in originally, and then I, everything changed. <laughs> <laughs> and then she, it was going to be the money, it was, she was going to win and make it money in the banks. Of course, of course. But instead, uh, she has the championship, and she doesn't even care. She has no... Her, she her, doesn't need it. She doesn't need this. She doesn't need this, basically. That is, her, that is her gimmick right now, is that she doesn't need this. I don't need to be here. I got other shit to do. 
You know, I got other priorities. I'm better than this. I'm, I'm the champion. I am I'm better over this. this. I'm above this. I am above this. Uh, so Sasha Banks definitely laying down the wall there. Uh, next up, we got a tag team match uh, between f- two of the competitors of the uh, in the Money in the Bank match, Keith Lee and Ricochet, teaming up and taking on uh, one member of the Money in the Bank match, Tommaso Ciampa, and his partner, the WWE champion, Roman Reigns. A good, a good partner. A great partner would, to I have. Would say. Yeah. A great, his stablemate and WWE champion, Roman Reigns. A great partner. Uh, and it is, of course, you know, these two going back and forth, where eventually it is Tommaso Ciampa that pins Ricochet to get the win. Ooh, Tommaso Ciampa picking up the victory here, not Roman. Interesting. Yes. No, yeah, we got to get that, got to get that momentum going into uh, uh, Money in the Bank here. Uh, after the match, Ciampa and Reigns are having their hands raised. Uh, Roman then motions for Ciampa to attack Ricochet, and Roman rolls out of the ring. Ciampa proceeds to beat down Ricochet, setting up for that arm break, but Keith Lee... Do it. <laughs> That's Roman in the background. Do it. Do it. Uh, Do it. But Keith Lee eventually makes the save. Uh, Roman is watching all of this very pleased, like Emperor Palpatine. Uh, Garza runs in with a ladder. That's right, Angel. Garza runs in with a ladder, attacks Keith Lee and Ricochet. Whoa. Ciampa and Garza basically stand tall for a moment until Ciampa attacks Garza, hitting him with the fairytale ending on top of the ladder. A real scrub magoo over here, Angel Garza. Uh, Ciampa then sets up the ladder, climbs it, grabbing the briefcase with Roman clapping him on from the uh, side, I guess, side or whatever. Ciampa grabbed the briefcase. He's not winning at Money in the Bank. Tommaso Ciampa grabbing the briefcase to end the show. Mikey, thoughts? Listen, anyone who grabs the briefcase to end the, to end the go home show is automatically eliminated from contention in the money in the bank match, and I know they're not going to win mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. unless you decide to break that cycle. But so far, that has been the pattern. I do love breaking WWE cycles. Yes, <laughs> I agree. Uh, so yeah, and that is uh, how we close out Monday Night Raw, and that is Monday Night Raw as a whole. So, Mikey, thoughts, comments, questions, concerns. I like it. I like the raw. I think you did an awesome job. Uh, you had some some great spots. I like I like Rose and Garza getting together again, like destiny happening and uh, getting to this final match and both of them qualifying mm-hmm. uh, due, due to interference from uh, Jinder Mahal and 3MB exploding. I like Tommaso Ciampa getting the pin and also getting the briefcase. That's cool. We'll get a lot of momentum for him going into the Money in the Bank match. Uh, just lots of great stuff on this raw and I think you really pulled it together and had an awesome go-home show. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Uh, I was nervous about this one, and I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I'm giving Tommaso Ciampa a huge push at the end there. Will he win the briefcase? I don't know. Stop hitting the microphone. <laughs> I can't. I'm not used to it being like this. I'm not used to it being on this side of me. You're, yeah, you're in like a different setup right now. You're, yeah, I'm in, I have a different setup going right now, so I'm a little, uh, a little flustered. Yeah, the, the Italian in you does not like the microphone setup. No, yeah, yeah, no, use, my, I, a lot of hand waving. A lot and I, of keep, I keep smacking it. Yeah. Uh, no, I get that. I have my microphone right in front of me, and I have to work around the space. Well, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Well, let's uh, go into Friday Night SmackDown then. Let's ha- find out. Last, we have a bunch of matches left. I think I have three matches left for here. For yeah, three matches in my book of what's left to book. And then we also got the last two competitors in the men's and women's money in the bank. Let's find out everything. Mm-hmm. From Friday Night SmackDown. 
All right. So Friday Night SmackDown. Uh, GM Page opens the show here, and she comes to the ring, and she says, Hello, WWE Universe. Welcome to SmackDown. With Money in the Bank coming up this Sunday, I wanted to do a little ceremony to congratulate everyone involved. Well, almost everyone. We still have two qual- two more qualifying matches tonight to determine the last spots for the men's and women's Money in the Bank contests. But for now, everyone who qualified already, please make your way to the ring. All the money in the bank doesn't make their way down to the ring. Join Paige, the men on one side, the women on the other. Paige continues and says, I just wanted I just wanted you all to come out here so I can wish you all the best of luck come Sunday. As you know, whoever wins, this is not going well. As you're looking for yourself, uh, the women's side on SmackDown is Bianca Belair, Shayna Baszler, and Carmella. While the men's side is Dominic Mysterio, King Corbin, and Finn Balor. <laughs> Finn Balor, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Paige says, uh, I just want to wish you the best of luck come Sunday. As you know, whoever wins has the opportunity of a lifetime to challenge for whatever title they want, whenever they want. Now that the explanation is out of the way, I wanted to bring out the contestants of tonight's final qualifying matches. First up, we have Sheamus and AJ Styles. Sheamus makes his way down, followed by Styles. The two And the two uh, get to the ring, have a stare down. Paige like, tries to hand them a mic so they can talk, but they just don't stop staring each other down. Uh... And Paige says, well, guess they don't need these then. Good luck to both of you in your matches. They, like, get in, they, like, get over to the men's side. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then Paige says, next up, Natalia and Nikki Cross. Natalia and Nikki Cross make their way down to the ring. But this time, Nikki does accept the microphone. And she says, you, uh, she says, you better be ready, Daddy, because I'm coming to beat you down and make my way into the Money in the Bank match. Then I'm going to win that briefcase and become SmackDown Women's Champion. Natalia. Natalia says, please, you're looking at one half of the women's tag team champions, which you obviously already know since you and your pathetic partner couldn't beat us last time and we were in the ring together. Ooh. So when I when I beat you again and make my way into the Money in the Bank match, I'm going to be the one winning that briefcase. Paige says, glad you're both fired up. Good luck to both of you as well. Now, give it up for all of your Money in the Bank competitors. The crowd cheers for everyone and Paige says, but before we get to the first Money in the Bank qualifier tonight... I wanted to announce one more thing. The three the three men and women who are already qualified are going to be competing tonight in a couple of warm-up matches. Uh-huh. Corbin, Dominic, and Balor, you three are going head-to-head-to-head in a triple threat match. Uh, those three guys start sizing each other up. And she says, that's not all. Bianca, Shayna, and Carmella, you will also be competing in a triple threat match. Now, the rest of you, go get ready for your matches. And Sheamus and AJ, you stay because your match starts right now get a ref out here nice everyone leaves the ring so Sheamus and AJ can have their match very nice okay so we got we got two money in the bank matches tonight on top of that two triply threadies so I'm two triply triply with please true <laughs> so you know how like sometimes like people there's there's certain people that like, get upset about like you know because People call them three-way dances. People, mm-hmm. WWE calls them triple threats. Sometimes people don't like it when, like... Sometimes act- it's just a three-way. Sometimes it's just a three-way. People sometimes don't like it when, the, like, you use WWE vernacular in their programs. It's like, oh, no, call it something else. Um, the, I think there needs to be a promotion. <laughs> and and maybe it's insensitive to say I think it should be a British com- promotion. That <laughs> has a triply Whipley. Yeah, that, has, that puts on triply Whipleys. <laughs> Uh, 
Oh, we got the. Oh, these three competitors have ha- these three competitors have hated each other for so long. At at the big at the big at the at the big at, topper at the, at the at the big insert WrestleMania analog here. Yeah, these three will take each other on in a triply whipply. Hey, <laughs> triply whipply, mate. <laughs> That's like best English accent I got. Anyway, first match on the card, we got Sheamus taking on AJ Styles and a Money in the Bank qualifier. And a Money in the Bank Triple Whipley. And a Money the Money in the Bank Triple Whipleys are later. Perfect. Uh, so Sheamus versus AJ Styles, and in this one, Sheamus picks up the victory and makes Ooh. his way into the Money in the Bank match. Ooh, very nice. So that closes out our entire men's Money in the Bank match, Mikey. Mm-hmm. Do you want to do you want to talk about that match before we move on? Yeah, so in the in the men's Money in the Bank match, we now have King Corbin, Dominic Mysterio, Finn Balor, and Sheamus on the SmackDown side. On the Raw side, we got Tommaso Ciampa, Ricochet, Keith Lee, and Angel Garza. Mikey, who are your? You know, obviously, you know we're trying to remove the bias from here, but who do you think has the best chance? Who do you think are your favorites, and maybe also an underdog to win the men's Money in the Bank briefcase? Well, I think first off, I think the underdog is going to be Keith Lee, and my favorites are going to be Dominic Mysterio and Angel Garza. <laughs> and we got to go on King Corbin in there. And King Corbin, of course. Uh, interesting. Uh, but uh, but uh, uh, of course, it's I think it's the exact opposite way around. It's like Keith Lee, Keith Lee or Finn Balor are my favorites here, and I think uh, Dominic Mysterio, Angel Garza have the underdog spot. <laughs> uh who's your dark horse? Who do you see coming from no- out of nowhere to win the whole thing? Champa. Yeah, that's probably fair. I think Champa's didn't even didn't even have to think about that one. It was Champa, and it's not even close. I think Sheamus is a solid, maybe not dark horse, but white horse. Uh, uh, I think I think because he's pale. Yeah, I think Sheamus and Tommaso Champa are a little bit of a dark horses in there. I can agree that the favorites to win are Keith Lee and Finn Balor, and then bottom mm-hmm. of the pack is like Dominic uh, Easy. Corbin. Yeah, <laughs> Dominic Easy. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, uh, maybe Garza, then maybe Ricochet or King Corbin. Ricochet might be a little higher than King Corbin, but yeah, uh, a very interesting. I I think a solid, a solid breath of a lineup. It's not a bunch of like top people where it's hard to decide necessarily, but it's a solid range of contenders. I feel. I agree. Uh, I like. I like. I like our money in the bank. Yeah, I really like it. Uh, okay, well, let's keep going with SmackDown. Okay, uh, so. Next up, we have a backstage segment. <laughs> Jesus, that was only the show opener in match number one. <laughs> we have a backstage interview with Piper Niven about the looming threat of Shayna Baszler and the warning she gave her last week. Piper says, right now, I'm not concerned with Shayna until she puts her money where her mouth is. No pun intended. Mm-hmm. And actually shows me that briefcase. All she has is empty threats. Right now, my concern is on Sonya. This Sunday. Right now, I'm sorry. Right now, my concern is on Sonya this Sunday. She's been trying to she's been trying to take out challenges left and right to make sure she's always at the top of the line for a shot at my championship. And that makes me angry when you value a title more than the careers of the wrestlers who helped you get where you are today. It shows me that Sonya is selfish and desperate. When I retain my title this Sunday and send Sonya all the way to the back of the line, I'll make sure she stays there. And Piper walks off. Very nice. Very, very nice. I, I like that a lot. I like that a lot from Piper Niven. Solid promo. Solid selling. Not necessarily reasoning isn't the word, but sort of like what why why she what her th- argument it is for Shayna Baszler like why she mm-hmm. does what's her issue with Shayna Baszler I, I think that that's pretty good yeah 
after that, we have the first Triple Whipley of the night. Yeah, baby! Bi- Bianca Belair, Shayna Baszler, and Carmella taking each other on. And the winner of this one is going to be Shayna Baszler when she pins Carmella. Shayna Baszler when she pins Carmella. Uh, very nice. Shayna ba- I think that's a very nice Triple Whipley to do after uh, that promo with Piper Niven. And then Shayna Baszler wins straight mm-hmm. up and beats two people. So... Is Piper Niven correct? Is she wrong? Maybe Shayna Baszler. Is it is it empty threats? We don't know. Is it empty threats? Who knows? All right. After that, we have the video package, which is Michael Cole conducting a sit-down interview with Roderick Strong. Cole asks Strong, this Sunday at Money in the Bank, you go head-to-head with Dave Mastiff for the Intercontinental Championship. With one match loss under your belt already, how do you feel going into Money in the Bank? Strong scoffs, and he says, sure, sure, sure. I lost to Mastiff once already. But come this Sunday, I know that I can beat him and take Mastiff's overinflated ego down a few pegs and become the Intercontinental Champion along the way. Cole continues with his questions and says, so you keep saying that the Intercontinental Championship is, quote, rightfully yours. Why is that? Strong says, I keep saying that because it's the truth. A brute like Dave Mastiff shouldn't be anywhere near a title as prestigious as the Intercontinental Championship. It's a title that deserves some class, some professionalism, and most importantly, someone who can elevate that title to an even higher prestige. And Dave Mastiff isn't that guy. However, I am that guy. I could take that championship to new heights with class and professionalism that no one can match. Winning the Intercontinental Championship this Sunday is my destiny, and I'm going to make sure it becomes reality. Cole says, one last question. Will Sheamus and Thatcher be ringside for your match on Sunday? Strong smiles and says, absolutely not. The three of us have grown pretty close since we formed this alliance we have, and one thing has, and the one thing that has come out of this alliance is a mutual trust in each other's in-ring capabilities. All three of us know that the other two can handle themselves in the ring and don't need to rely on cheap underhanded tactics to win matches. So no, this Sunday it's going to be me and Mastiff one-on-one, and I wouldn't want it or have it any other way cole thanks strong for his time and uh come back to smackdown very great promo very great promo for roger strong here greatly enjoyed it uh it just makes me the first thing i think of is that this this smackdown version of the diamond mind if you will of strong sheamus and thatcher uh would would have great rivalries with the dirty dogs the dirty dogs and yeah God. Oh my God. Oh my. oh my God. I need to finish this so I can stop waving my hands around. <laughs> uh, no, but I think it was very strong. I, uh, pun intended, I think it was very strong. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Uh, after that, we have the match for the match that I announced last week where the Viking Raiders are taking on Authentic. And if the Viking Raiders can get the victory here, they take on Authentic for the titles at Hell in a Cell. Mm hmm. Or not help money in the bank. We know they're so, gonna tra- they're gonna travel this. back in time. You know they're gonna travel back in time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is one of those Loki stories. <laughs> A series I just got caught up. So uh, in this one, uh, the Viking Raiders are setting up their tag team finisher when uh, on Gulak when suddenly Benjamin breaks it up with a chair, leading to a DQ finish. So the Viking Raiders get the win. However, after Benjamin hits the chair shot on Ivar's back. Uh, this allows Gulak to escape the finisher and he goes after Eric as Benjamin continues beating down on Ivar with the chair. Once Ivar is down or yeah, once Ivar is down, Benjamin turns his attention to Eric who is in the corner being held there by Gulak and Benjamin takes the chair to Eric's midsection over and over 
until he's down. Benjamin hands the chair to Gulak, who beats who beats down the both of the Viking Raiders. Uh, as who beats down both of the Viking Raiders with it, then he grabs Eric, drags him over, traps his arm in the chair. Uh, Shelton Benjamin goes up to the top rope, does the knee drop onto the chair uh, with Eric's trapped arm in it. And Gulak grabs a mic and he says, congrats on getting your title match. Hooray, you did it. Too bad you're not making it to Money in the Bank. And he throws the mic on the fallen Viking Raiders and the two leave holding their titles high. Very nice. Uh, A a dumb move by Authentic, but it almost comes across here that it might have been planned or at the very least mid-match they decided we're not going to win this. So let's just make it easier for us later. Like, oh, we'll lose this battle to eventually win the war. Mm-hmm. Um, so very intriguing there. But uh, but even then, that makes uh, Viking Raiders' chances of winning maybe even better. But again, they're beaten up with chairs afterwards. So who knows? Yeah, they only got what two days to recover. So yeah, it's we'll gonna, it's out. not not that much time. No, it's not. Yeah, I think I think it was it was like it was like you said it was authentic kind of trying to play the long game here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After after that segment, we have uh, uh, match number four, which is the other Triple Whipley of Finn, Finn Finn Balor versus King Corbin versus Dominic Mysterio. And in this one, Dominic Mysterio gets the victory with a uh, with a pin me. on with a pin pin on King Corbin. Kidding me, Dominy underdog underdog victory here. Under you're certainly coming out like a d- underdog, and I guess that's uh, you're, you know you're you're doing the booking. Do I like that it's Dominic? No, but you're doing the booking and the stuff that makes it good for Dominic to have a, at least a chance. So that's that exactly that's exactly what I tried to do. I had Dominic win here so people stop throwing him aside like you keep doing uh and and maybe and get me give people the thought of oh maybe dominic's got a chance in this one yeah no i see what you're doing i see and i appreciate it i respect it i, I respect the move uh i still think dominic is a scrub but i think i <laughs> respect the move here i respect that you're building him up uh in a certain way uh to have at least like oh maybe mm-hmm. uh i i respect it i respect it um uh, loki mikey thoughts on loki I love it's a great show. Great show. Uh, did you watch the other uh, uh, Marvel TV shows? I have not. Oh, damn, I was gonna have a I was gonna have a deep discussion about the other two. Uh, <laughs> I like Loki a lot. I think Loki's a good show. Uh, what 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 do you think is the big bad at the end there? The big bad. Uh, it's uh, obviously just gonna be a dog. It's just going to be a dog who's in control of everything, and they're not going to have the heart. They're not going to have the heart to kill it or try to dethrone it. So the dog's just going to run all of time for the rest of time. I think we've seen old Logie. Oh, Logie! It's just going to be like it's going to be like a a bulldog too that just has like a, like a idiot like pushed in smushed face. Well, here's just like <laughs> here's my like, thought. Oh. We've seen male Loki, female Loki, old Loki, kid Loki. Where's dog Loki? Well, no, we saw animal Loki. What we about saw animal Loki? Because it was a uh, crocodile, right? But what or about alligator? Yeah, but what about baby Loki? <laughs> goo goo gaga Loki. That that's that's it. It's baby baby boss baby Loki. <laughs> Voiced by Alec Baldwin crossover <laughs> boss baby Loki. The, 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 the last episode of Loki is just going to be cross promotion for the new boss baby movie. Oh, boss promotion, please. <laughs> 
I love it. Uh, Boss Baby 2 back in action. I don't know what it's called. I'm pretty sure that was exactly right, which makes me convinced you do know what it's called. It's like back in action or like back in business or something, probably. Back in business makes more sense. I'm going to look it up. Uh, Family business. Oh, okay. Family business. Uh, While you look it up, let's get to the next match because we have a match right after the triple threat, uh, which is the last Money in the Bank qualifier, which is Natalia taking on Nikki Cross. Nikki Cross comes down to the ring, gets all pumped up. Then Natalia's music hits, and she isn't coming to the ring. It's taking a weird, a weirdly long time to, for her to come to the ring, and then the announcers say they hear something. They hear that something is going on backstage. We cut to backstage and see Natalia planted through a table, surrounded by a trail of wreckage on the way to get there. And the camera pans over to reveal it was Tony Storm who put her through the table. There we go. Tony makes her way to the ring and takes Natalia's place in this match. So now, the Money in the Bank qualifier, the last Money in the Bank qualifier, is Tony Storm taking on Nikki Cross. Not looking good here for Nikki Cross. Gotta be honest. (laughs) Absolutely not. Gotta be honest, you'd surely wish she was probably in a Triply Whipley instead. Uh, (laughs) Or even if this match was a Triply Whipley. I mean, if if she overcomes this, Mikey, I would say that Nikki Cross would... Not necessarily be one, but be almost a superhero if she's able to come off almost. of this. Come off of this victory. Uh, you really just want me to change your gimmick? I mean, I don't want. You, I don't want anyone to change the gimmick. I want to make fun of the gimmick until it's, <laughs> until it's over. Uh, so, so yeah, Tony Storm makes her way to the ring for her match. The last time we saw Tony Storm was in that video package, which is that she would she would make sure she was in the Money in the Bank match. Mm-hmm. Uh, way back, I think it was like three or four weeks ago by now something like that it was like i think it was like right after the last it was right it was right after hell in a cell yeah that that seems familiar Mm. uh so in this one tony storm does end up getting the victory and making her way into the money in the bank match which i think is hilarious because in the beginning of this show nikki cross and natalia were arguing over who's gonna be in the money in the bank match and it turns out neither of them (laughs) scrub magoos (laughs) scrub magoos scrub mcgee's Turns out neither of them are going to be in it. Tony Storm's going to be in it instead. The female Scrub Magoo is Scrub McGee. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. Well, then there. That's our. That's our full women's. Do you have more in that segment, or do you want to? No, that's it for the segment. But I do have a main event segment after this. But let's go over the women's money in the bank first. Sure. Uh, we got a full roster of women here. Uh, we mm-hmm. got. I'm going. Going to go straight down the line here. Candice LeRae, Bianca Belair, Shayna Baszler, Liv Morgan, Rhea Ripley. Carmella, Mandy Rose, and Tony Storm. Mikey, I would say this this one is more stacked. Uh, who is your favorite? Who is your underdog? Who are your dark horses? Whew, I don't know. This one's, this one's tough. Like you said, this one's pretty stacked, honestly. I think my favorite here has got to be Shayna Baszler. Shayna Baszler has got to be a favorite for me, uh, not, not to be biased. Uh, I think underdogs, Carmella, and I think dark horses, Liv Morgan, and Tony Storm. I think uh, there's a lot of favorites in here, and, and we can we can. All, I like discussing about this one because it's fun. But two, um, uh, you know, we don't necessarily know who's going to win this match right now. Yeah, uh, we have no clue because uh, it's kind of up to uh, Angel Garza's destiny. Um, so I would say my favorites are probably there's four: Tony Storm, Baszler, Ripley, and Morgan are the, I think the favorites. I think Liv Morgan has a shot. I think Rhea Ripley and Baszler are obviously two favorites, and Tony Storm is also up there. I think Dark Horses 
Dark Horse, I think, is Dark Horse is I'm gonna say Bianca Belair, Candice LeRae. And uh underdog, I would agree, Carmella. I think Mandy Rose is just also sort of there. But I mm-hmm. think whoops, I accidentally deleted her. Um so Mandy, she's not there. Mandy Rose is no longer in the money in the bank match. I think Dark Horses are Candice LeRae and Bianca Belair. I can see them winning. I can see one of us being like, maybe it's them. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's like a solid person to put the briefcase on, you know, uh, for the future. Um, but yeah, I, I think this is th- that one. I think the women's one is a little bit tougher than the men's one for some reason. I'm not entirely positive. Well, for some reasons, because it's a little more stacked. Uh, okay. Well, then Mikey, what's that main event Seggy that you were talking about? The main event Seggy I was talking about is, uh, a contract signing for the universal championship match. Ooh. GM page comes to the ring. She grabs a mic and she says, now it's time to make Sunday's match for the universal championship between Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins official. But before we make it official, we're going to make it a triply whipply. We're going to make it a triply whipply. Sammy Zayn, get out here. (laughs) (laughs) So first I'd like to welcome the universal champion to the ring. Kevin Owens. Owens comes to the ring, takes a seat at the table and he awaits his challenger. Page continues. Next up, we have the number one contender for that Universal Championship, Seth Rollins. Rollins makes his way to the ring, takes his seat across from Kevin Owens, and the two are handed mics, and Page says, okay, you guys know the drill. This is the last chance you have to say what's on your mind before you settle it in the ring on Sunday. Mm-hmm. The floor is yours. Page steps back, and Rollins is the first to speak, of course, uh, and he says, oh, I definitely have some things on my mind. The first and most important is that on Sunday, after I rip that title from your hands and become the new Universal Champion, I'll personally make sure that you never get close to this title again. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make absolutely sure that your little championship dreams die this Sunday, because Owens, I'm just better than you in that ring, and you know you know there isn't a damn thing you can do about it. Ooh, very close very close to gimmick infringement. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Owens picks up his own mic, and he says, it's real cute that you think you're better than me. Sure, you beat me once, but, that was, but if it wasn't for Sami Zayn, you would have lost, and we wouldn't even be here right now. Seth, not only am I better than you are, but I'm the most determined I've ever been. Ever since I lost this title years ago, it's been the only thing that's it's been the only thing on my mind. No matter how much I tried to, to take it, take my mind off of it, it was constantly eating away at me, constantly driving me to win this title back. Now that I have it, now that I'm the Universal Champion again, I am more determined than ever to keep a tight hold on this title. And there isn't a damn thing you can do about that. This Sunday. This Sunday is going to end with me standing over you in that ring, still Universal Champion. Owen signs the contract, slides it to Seth, and before Seth signs it, he says, I'm going to make sure that the Kevin Owens dream run comes to an end this Sunday, no matter how badly I have to hurt you. Seth signs the contract as well. The two stand face-to-face and stare each other down as SmackDown comes to a close. Very nice, a very nice, uh, aggressive, not uh, violent, but aggressive uh, contract signing there. Indeed. Uh, very nice. Greatly enjoyed those promos on the, those two behalves. Um, very nice, very nice. I'm excited about that. I think that should be a good match, Seth Rollins versus Kevin Owens. I think on paper that's a very nice looking match nice sexy match there. Um, I'm very. I think this entire Money in the Bank card is pretty sexy looking, Mikey. Oh, glad to hear it. I, I, this is a great card that we got. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I'm excited to book it. 
Yeah, no. We'll, we'll book it this. Oh time. shit! Oh shit! Does the show have to end now? Uh, yeah, I guess so. I guess that was the ending. I I thought SmackDown was very good. Top top Thank the you. bottom. Top top the dollar. Uh, I think it was top. very. Hey, hit row, baby. Uh, <laughs> I think it was very good. I like I like the Triple Whipleys. I like the Money in the Bank qualifiers. Uh, Roderick Strong had a great promo sit down interview there. I think Piper Niven also had one. That was very nice. Uh, I mean, doing oh yeah, some... Strong's Strong's interview was like my favorite segment I've, I wrote this this episode for sure. Yeah, I, I've always talked about how great you are at writing promos. You're you know <laughs> when you when you're able to sit down and strap out a promo, uh, you you do it uh, a great job, Mikey. Um, but yeah, no, I thought this was a top top down. I think it was solid. I think it was very solid. You know what? I, I wouldn't say it was like a blow away show, um, but I would say to get hype in for Money in the Bank, I think it served its purpose. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate that. I think that was the idea. I think everyone who's involved in Money in the Bank was in this show in some way. Yes, except uh, except Sonia Deville, I believe she, she is a women's championship match right with piper yes, niven you're correct sony deville was the only one not actually present on this show the, and piper niven looking past sony deville looking at Shayna baszler so that's no not... she, she was looking past Shayna baszler at Sony. she was she was sorry uh she was looking because Shayna made that empty threat last last week so it was she was overlooking Shayna and focusing on sony mm, okay easily okay. easy to get mixed up because their names are very similar fair enough fair enough uh well then there we go mikey that is it for this week's episode we are but we are not done yet not yet not done in the slightest um so before we go we have to look at the poll results of last week as you at home voted on who you believe was the better booker last week's episode uh all week long you were voting on twitter forward slash count pod twitter.com forward slash count pod so let us talk about mikey who wins and who gets hit with the dreaded randomizer mikey you ready i am of course i am I'm always ready when in doubt ready it out i guess uh <laughs> perfect okay the results are in mikey the results are a tie uh, I the fans have voted and they could not come to a general consensus. So instead, they've come to a commanding uh, tie. We already have to hit it on each other at the pay-per-view. So now we have to hit it on each other before the pay-per-view as well. Yep. Twice in a row, then. Unbelievable. I, I open up a new tab instead of <laughs> I don't even know how I did that. Uh, Opens up a new tab. My, Mikey, your randomizer result is. Twitch.tv? Ooh. ooh. <laughs> a little, little pl- pluggy wuggy there. Um, uh, I got my result. Uh, I'm assuming you have to roll yours. Yes, I am currently rolling mine. My my page is loading. Okay, well then while that's loading, I'll just say mine for you, which is you, Mikey, have to turn a heel superstar face. <gasps> a face turn right before a pay-per-view. A face turn right before a pay-per-view. That is true. That is accurate. That is the case. So... Okay, so before I get into this, I'm going to give you your randomizer result so I can speak while you think about what you're going to do. Sure. Uh, your randomizer result, Ryan, is a happy ending. USA Network called, and they would like a happy ending to the their Raw episode. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, Which you, sucks, because Tommaso Ciampa was on top at the end, wasn't he? He was on top of the world! Uh, I have an idea, but you go ahead with what your thing is. Okay, so my thing, my thing is, in the past, we've decided that the the face turn or heel turn doesn't have to happen exactly on that show. It just has to happen within a relatively close proximity to that show, correct? Correct. Okay, so I have an idea for who I want to turn face, 
But if I say it now, it might ruin one of the results at the pay-per-view. Oh, interesting. So uh, I think I'm going to save my face turn for Money in the Bank if that's okay. Typically we announce... But I'm going to leave it as a surprise for the audience. Yeah, I was about to say is typically we announce at the very least who you're turning face. But I can see, like, yeah, you don't want to, like, spoil it. Yeah, the the usually we do announce it, but, it, but this... Me not announcing it here is to preserve the anonymity. The, 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 it's to preserve the, the the excitement of the pay-per-view. I get that. I get that. Okay, well then, sure. Sure, I mean, I'll, I'll allow it. As long okay. as it's, like, obvious at the pay-per-view or obvious at the SmackDown following. Yes, it yeah. will be. It will be absolutely obvious. I, I kind of have an idea of what I want to do already, and I texted you who I'm turning face. Okay, I'll look at my text message. Oh, okay. Really? Already, mm-hmm. already, yes. it's yep. interesting. It's a quick one. So that was very quick. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess that's as much tease uh, as our. It's been, been. It's been. I feel like it's, it's been, been like a, a little while. I think it's been like a month. <laughs> it, really? It felt. It felt like so much longer. I think it's been like a month. Either way, maybe that's the tease for the audience. <laughs> maybe it's been longer. I honestly don't remember. <laughs> it felt like lo- It felt like it's longer. Uh, anyways, uh, happy ending. Um, uh, I am going to just have Keith Lee climb the ladder at the end there. You know, you, you get the stare down of Roman from same, the ladder. Same yeah. general ending. Same general ending. Uh, Garza still comes in, but Keith Lee stops him. You know, maybe a splash to Garza. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they stop and Keith Lee climbs the ladder. I don't know how Ricochet gets hurt, but essentially Keith Lee climbs the ladder. <laughs> I don't know how Ricochet gets hurt. <laughs> uh, but Keith Lee climbs the ladder. He grabs the briefcase at the top there and uh, he does the stare down to Roman Reigns um, at the You know end. what I want to see? What? I want to see Keith Lee jump from one ladder and pounce somebody off of another ladder. That'll probably happen. It'll probably, it'll probably, it'll probably happen. <laughs> Uh, you know, uh, I think that's, that's the move there. You end it with the stare down from the ladder to Roman. Uh, you end it with a happy ending with Keith Lee crowding his side. I think it all works. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think that that's a very happy ending. There we go. Perfect. Beautiful. Cut print. All right. The randomizer results are in. That means the episode is officially over. So again, thank you everybody to listening to this week's episode of hit the books. Mikey, anything to plug? Let's get these plugs in and out. Anything to plug? Yes, I have independent waters to plug. Every Wednesday, me and Zach Matisse take you through the independent wrestling scene and bring back matches to review. Uh, we love doing the show. We've been we've been having some some pretty awesome matches lately. I think last week we actually had a very coincidental uh, a very coincidental uh, mashup with how to talk to your friend about wrestling. Another great show on this podcast network mm-hmm. where we both where we both reviewed uh, MV Young versus Ali Catch from Enjoy Wrestling. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, uh, they had so a... that, one, that was very funny. Uh, and if you and if you want to go check out some more reviews, we have we've reviewed plenty of indie wrestling matches on that show. So check it out every Wednesday. Anyway, what were you saying? Uh, they had like another match recently on GCW, I believe, and I believe in the match that Ali Catch's mother did the tornado DDT. That was Effie. That was Effie's mother. No, that was no. That match was Ali Cat versus Effie. Oh, what am I thinking? Oh, you said Ali Cat versus Effie. MV, sorry. You said MV Young. MV Young, yes. Ah, same thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was Ali Catch versus MV Young, and then at GCW recently, it was Ali Catch versus Effie because Bussy explodes. Have we done? Have they done Effie versus MV Young? I feel like that that kind of energy yes, would Effie, be. Uh, wait, maybe 
Probably. I, yes. I feel no, like that. We, we, we've really, we've literally reviewed that match on Indie Waters. They had like a rooftop brawl in a in a match. They, they had a match like on like a rooftop in Brooklyn. I feel like that and match it was like a false count anywhere match. I feel like that match would like cause some sort of black hole. To it was very good. It was a very good match. Uh, these two absolutely like they like those two killed each other. It was great. I was like I was like half they, but literally we've talked about it. <laughs> On Eddie Waters, yeah, it was solid. It, it wasn't like an in, like I said, it wasn't like an in ring match. It was literally just like they just fought on like a like a random like rooftop bar, okay. or like little like you know you like you like you like when you go on a roof and it's like has like all the stuff to like party on it. Yes, it was like one of those, and they just they just fought. And it was it was a false cut anywhere match, no DQ match up there, and they just had a brawl and it was awesome. Very nice, very nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was looking at it. it's in the form of an event called the Great American Trash, where it was MV Young yep, versus Effie, no it. ring, no rules. No uh, ring, no rules. Great American trash. I, I couldn't. I, I couldn't remember the name of it. I'm glad you. I'm glad you found it. And the final match was a no ring death match with Casanova Valentine versus the Patriot. Not the Patriot that just recently passed away, but the guy he allegedly sold the gimmick to, Tom Brandy. Interesting. Who is 55 years old? Tom Brandy with the with with the branding skills. I was bad. No, you, you you attempted there. I appreciate the attempt there, Mikey. Um, I'm just looking back through Effie's history. Like, I can't imagine Effie. I want to see a match from 2015 Effie from when Effie started. Yeah, like I want to see I want to see baby Effie there and see that. We had a match from a couple years ago that I don't know I don't know how long ago it was, but it was Effie versus Ricky Starks was very good. Oh, I have to imagine that's pretty good. Pretty good. I forgot which promotion it's from. Let me look it up. But it, that match was awesome. Ooh, Tony Storm versus Effie Gibbs. Tony with a Y. Uh, <laughs> very nice. Um, no, I'm just now. I'm just thinking, just thinking out loud now. Um, again, thank you everybody for listening to this week's episode. You can follow us on Twitter at CountOutPod. You can order T-shirts on our website CountOutPod.com. Uh, we got a bunch of new stuff coming down the line. Uh, t- if you've ordered a T-shirt, they should be shipping soon. I have to today. I think I'm going to be meeting up with uh our t-shirt maker uh to get today those- today as a day of recording which is uh sunday the 11th yeah, yeah. sunday uh, so yeah I, uh, yes i believe they'll be shipping soon if not already so that'd be exciting uh to get those out there into the world um but yeah you can of course uh always purchase some more at countoutpod.com and we'll get we want to get more ideas for merch in there i think that that's the move apparently the t-shirts took longer than usual mikey and it's because apparently there's some weird international blank t-shirt shortage huh i and it wasn't just the guy that we talked to it huh. was it was like a bunch of other people i saw online that were like yeah international t-shirt shortage i was like what is happening i Listen, everyone got caught in the co- in the COVID. Everyone got caught in the COVID pandemic, and some people just needed to sell shirts to to make a little extra cash. So everyone started buying shirts, I would imagine, and then now, now there's not enough shirts for everybody. Yeah, it's just uh, it's everything spiraling out of control because of the pandemic. Great, <laughs> I don't, Great. and that's, and that's the end of podcast. Uh, thank you, everybody, again for listening. We'll see you all this Sunday for Money in the Bank. Uh, until then, we've got two words for, for, for ya. Cash in. <laughs> This has been a Count Out Podcast.